the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. It's a delight to welcome you to the program. But it is also a delight to welcome to the program today Ryan Brown, who is the Chief Executive Officer with Open Doors. Uh, many of you, many of you are familiar with Open Doors with Brother Andrew. Well, Open Doors continues its incredible ministry, and now under the direction of Ryan Brown and, of course, a wonderful staff as well. Ryan Brown, welcome to Bobberty Live. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Bob. It's a real privilege to, uh, to be joining you here today. You know, I just noticed that it was as warm in Columbus, Ohio, as it was in Southern California yesterday. So just allow me to say, nan, nana, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, uh, you know, I, and I'm actually in Arizona right now. Oh, you are? So, well, uh, then I, I, I can't do. make that, fun of what's going on in Southern California. Well, I, I, I was there yesterday, though, so that's uh, you, you certainly can make fun. And But I'm just, I was giving you some fodder for uh, come this summer. You got all sorts of additional things to make fun of uh, when, when I'm here in Arizona. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I grew, up, uh, yeah. I grew up in Southern California, not far from where your offices are, but I've been here in Ohio for like, 47 years. Enough of that. Let's get to the important stuff. Uh, how long have you been with Open Doors? So, yeah, so I, I've recently joined uh, Open Doors US um, in June of this last year. Okay. I thought it was fairly new. Um, Correct. And I noticed that you've even had a background of being a singer songwriter. I sure have. Yeah. Um, it. You know, had an opportunity to to record and, and do some traveling and things along those lines and, and share the the stage. What with, what a leap a from that to to open doors. But anyway, uh, Ryan, I, my audience, I know my audience pretty well, and they're very concerned about the persecuted church around the world. Mm. And so often, I run into people who honestly believe that most of the persecution of Christians occurred in the Colosseum in Rome. And is it not true that there are more Christians being persecuted for their faith today than at any time in the history of the church? That is correct. Um, we, you know, in the World Watch List, uh, reported this last year that uh, that number's grown to 365 million Christians around the globe. That, that's one out of seven people <sighs> around the globe, and that one out of seven Christians that is around the globe, and. Um, you know that that number continues to to grow to to exponential heights. Well, one of the things that Open Doors is known for is your World Watch list. Uh, for our listeners who may not be familiar, uh, share with us what the World Watch Watch list is, 
and how we can access it. Absolutely. So the World Watch List is now in its 31st year of existence, and um, it reports the 50 countries around the globe where persecution, where Christians are most persecuted because of their faith in Christ, because of that decision to follow Jesus as Lord and Savior. Uh, these are the areas in the globe where Christians most suffer because of that choice. Um, it's built off of, um, you know, Open Doors has a long history, uh, nearly 70 years worth of history, and working as well in about 70 different countries around the globe, mm-hmm. uh, coming alongside the persecuted church. And so we, we have networks of, of staff and relationships and partners and churches that we work with around the globe. And so we're able to compile this information from, from uh, firsthand sources. Um, that are able to report this information back, um, and we, we compile this data and report it out every year. Um, you know, in addition to reporting the actual data and, and highlighting on, on the persecution, you know, I think one of the things that's really important about this list is it also gives us all um, specific things that we can be lifting up in prayer. Uh, for our persecuted brothers and yeah. sisters around the globe. Uh, it doesn't just highlight the issues, uh, the problems, but actually gives us opportunity to, to identify with our brothers and sisters through yeah. prayer. Um, as far as accessing it, um, simply by going to the website, opendoorsus.org, uh, there you'll see all sorts of information where you can click on to, to, to download. If you'd like to have a copy mailed to you, I'm more than happy to do that as, as well. You can register for that right there online. We 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 know the the places that are worse. North Korea is almost always at the top of the list. What are some of the countries, areas of the world where Christians are being persecuted that might surprise our listeners? Yeah, um, well, as far as surprises go, I mean, um, you know, I think there are certainly areas, you know, even not too far for, from us, you know, um, uh, Nicaragua has uh, mm. took a, a substantial um, uh, saw substantial increases on on the list this year. Moved from uh, up, I believe, about 20 spots on on the list this year. Uh, Mexico as well. Um, you know what, what's interesting is there, there's some of these places that you know um, many of the listeners who knows may have actually you know visited Mexico and vacationed there and you know not necessarily experienced persecution in the context that they've observed. But there are areas in the country where there's very real and very, very significant, especially in some of the, the rural rural areas. Um, so you know, some of those areas where we don't necessarily think about relatively close to home, um, but uh, yet we do have brothers and sisters that are suffering because of their faith uh, in Christ there. We're talking with Ryan, so. Ryan Brown, Chief Executive Officer of Open Doors. Ryan, why has our country— America been so silent on Christian persecution around the world? You know, I, I think a, a big part of it is the lack of awareness, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's why I so appreciate the opportunity to come here and to, to talk with you and as well as your, your listeners. Uh, just to, to, one, make sure that we are first and foremost aware uh, that this is an issue. Um, and you know, hopefully, with this awareness, then and, and some of these resources like the the, the World Watch List, uh, we can actually engage in prayer. Um, and you know, one of the things that that we know about prayer, um, you know, as we lift up our, our brothers and sisters, uh, prayer has a way of aligning our hearts to the heart of our Father. Mm-hmm. And 
we know our our, our father cares uh, for. I mean, he, he he calls his church his bride, and um, you know his his bride stretches around the globe, and and um, you know there are parts of his bride that are the bride that are suffering for their faith, and and he cares about that. And as our hearts align through prayer to the hearts of our Father, we're going to care about those things, and we're going to you know, let our voices be known. We'll, we'll take action, and we'll be engaged and involved. All right. Open Doors U.S., the uh, website, and this World Watch list is such an eye-opening document. You need to access this, folks, so that you can pray for it. And remember, folks, these are our brothers and sisters in Christ. They are. And uh, you can access it at opendoorsus.org. Uh, I was on the website uh, a couple of hours ago. It's very easy to navigate. You can download the uh, World Watch list and uh, pray for the folks at Open Doors. Pray for Ryan Brown. Pray for the other leaders of Open Doors as they help us understand what's going on around the world. I'll never forget my first trip to Nigeria several years ago, and my Goodness, I had no idea. I thought I was pretty educated on Christian persecution. I I had no idea. Anyway, Ryan, I knew that our time would go very, very quickly, but God bless you and all of those working with you at Open Doors. Keep up the great work. And again, I want to encourage our listeners, opendoorsus.org. God bless you, Ryan. Thank you so much. Uh, Blessings to you as well. All right. Poverty Live will continue. Stay tuned. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. It is Open Phone Friday. My telephone number 877 Bob Live, 877 262 5483. It is open phones, and we're going to head to Springfield, Ohio. Ed is on the line. Ed, welcome. You're on the air. Oh, hi, Bob. I I thought that the debate uh, Monday night on your program on, on uh, of the three uh, running for the Senate was one of the best run I've, I've heard in a long time. I one thing that uh, I know it's at the end. They asked a question about uh, whether the governor should have uh, uh, vetoed uh, House Bill 68, and they all agreed that that was a dumb rude mood, so you may have heard that. But, yes, uh, I did. Yeah, and the other thing is I, I was kind of a set aside from the Trump's appointed person that he seemed a little bit uh, um, a, a standing off people and uh, I could get a tip on the shoulder. I don't know if it came through with people, but I, in my work to my 
early years of working, I sense can sense people when they're, they're, they're kind of well. I, uh, yeah. I I I said it in a, in a minute. I think Frank LaRose won the debate. Um, I I was I was disappointed in Bernie Marino. We're not best buddies. But I've had dinner with him on at least two occasions, maybe three, to talk to him in person. He's just a really, really nice guy. And uh, his parents were immigrants. And he has the entire U.S. Constitution memorized. The whole Constitution memorized. And he did that as a young man because he absolutely loves America. And I think he would be a good senator but my impression Monday night was that he was not himself. I don't think he is an attack dog, uh, but I think he probably has advisors and handlers who said, you got to come out, you got to look tough, you got to act tough, you got to go after your opponents. Uh, that's what Trump does, and it works for Trump. Bernie Marino is not Donald Trump. He isn't. Right. And uh, I, th- I, again, I don't know him that well. I really don't. But I thought he was out of character. I, I thought he was j- trying to trying to act well, tough. And I was put off by that. You know, I was just personally. I was put off, and and I was disappointed. Well, I yeah, I I'm thinking ahead of. If he is nominated, uh, how the other side would vote for that kind of a personality? Yeah. Well, he's got some so, legal problems that are surfacing. Bernie Marino does. Whether it's yeah. whether it's going to have legs, as they say in the news business, I don't know. But um, uh, Matt Dolan is desperately trying to dig up dirt on Marino about lawsuits brought by employees, former employees, because uh, Marino's a very, very successful businessman. He had a big auto dealership selling, uh, you know, Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all that stuff up in northern Ohio. He's been very successful. Uh, he knows how to run a business, and again, I think he would make a great senator. I, I well, just I just didn't think he won the debate. Well, I, yeah, he was on... Uh... A radio station in Cincinnati this afternoon, so you might pick up that little note and see what he said there. Thank well, you. I'm uh, I'm issuing uh, invitations to uh, to all of the candidates, which I do yep. every election cycle. I tell them, hey, I want my listeners to hear from you, and if my listeners are important to you, <laughs> then I want you to come on my program. Uh, back the last Senate primary. J.D. Vance reached out to me probably every two weeks and, and, and asked me, hey, can I be on your program? Some of the other candidates, I couldn't beg them to come on. They didn't care about communicating with my audience. J.D. Vance wanted to. Um, and I, I was impressed by that because he cared about the Christian conservative yeah. community in Ohio and wanted to communicate with them. On a regular yep. basis, and That's I, yeah, I appreciated that. So, I'm getting the word out to uh, Marino's people and Matt Dolan's people. Hey, 
when you want to talk to my audience, uh, you've got an open invitation because honestly, I want you folks, I want my audience to have as much information as possible. And just because I said Frank LaRose, I thought, won the debate, that doesn't mean I'm endorsing him. Uh, I just think he came across better in the debate. And to uh, to respond to what you said, I thought that the two moderators, including Colleen Marshall from here in Columbus, I thought they handled it exceptionally well. It's one of the better debates I've seen in a long time. I thought they they kept it tight. Uh, They didn't let them talk over each other and yell at each other. They didn't ask them dumb questions. They asked them substantive questions. I thought they were balanced in the way they uh, asked the questions and allowed them to respond. I just, I thought it was a good debate. I did. They should have been. I never finished listening to the other presidential debates because they, they lost me. Oh, listen the the oh, the Republican presidential campaign debates. Right, I couldn't take it. I couldn't no, I, take any of them. I turned them off, and no, I enjoy watching a good debate. But I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. I turned it off. I couldn't stomach it. I just couldn't. And and well, the, through the whole debate, I thought this is the best the Republican Party has. This is it. You know. All right, Frank. Hey, I gotta go. Great. Have a good or day. Ed, I'm sorry. Good to talk to you. Bye. Bye bye. All right. There. Uh, if you want to talk about the debate, if you saw it, give me a call. And uh, <laughs> of course, Frank LaRose immediately used my comment on his Twitter feed and Facebook page. Bob Bernie said Frank LaRose won the debate, hands down. And that's okay. You know, that's okay. But (laughs) I thought, wow, okay, all right. Hey, it's open phones. Like I said, we can talk about anything. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. We'll return. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.